Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And uh, for all the information about the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV, visit their website at www.simultv.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Dr. Larry Falls, and he is the author of When Sex Was a Religion. Dr. Falls is a registered specialist in sexual abuse, trauma, and emotional health. He is a member of the American College of Sexologists and has traveled across Canada, United States, and Europe doing research on human sexuality and religion. He likes he lectures internationally at scientific conferences pertaining to his research and has a Doctor of Education degree. Joining me now is a Dr. Falls, and uh, Dr. Falls, welcome back to the Exxon, sir. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be back. Um, for those of uh, our listeners who may not have heard you the last time you were on, tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, your book, When Sex Was a Religion. Okay, um, I was born in Nova Scotia, Canada, and uh, ever since being a, from childhood on, I had a great interest in uh, religion mm-hmm. and uh, what we were told and how people behave. One of the first things I uh, had an interest in was the story of Adam and Eve, and why did God create Adam and Eve? And it comes to the point where we're looking at the uh, creation of humanity throughout the world. And the questions uh, led up to various things after that. In in, uh, my own experience of dealing with human people, Mm -hmm. my friends, my buddies, and looking at their behavior, it made me question why we do what we do in regards to relationships, uh, human sexuality, and in fact, why do we have religion? Well, why do we have religion? I think because of our basic instincts, there's been a lot of uh, turmoil between the different cultures, uh, looking at politics, power, control, and the need for 
the feeling of some type of higher power that has control over us. And where did we come from to begin with? Now, what makes you uh, think that women were actually the first rulers of the world? Because if my memory serves me correct, looking at the story of Adam and Eve, he kind of took the lead. Yes, indeed. And there's a reason behind that, because when you're looking at not just the Christian religion, but all religions of the world, uh -huh. especially during the ancient times, you're looking at a combination of reality and mythology. Now, what I mean by mythology is not that it's purely story or mythical, but a combination of what people was thinking at the time and how you convey your thoughts through a story that could be easily understood by the general population. And the only way you could convey a uh, sincere thought was create a story so that you could paint an image in your mind. And in that case, not scientifically, but through art and, and visualization in the mind, you can imagine certain things by the story they paint. In other words, it's something that you cannot explain, but only what you can imagine through storytelling and artwork. And when you're looking at the origin of the world through various cultures and various countries, what you're looking at is not just purely imagination, mm -hmm. but how people feel and how they could interpret that feeling. The only way they could interpret that feeling within that time frame. So when did the roles reverse? The uh, roles reversed basically after the um, men taking power or control, the patriarch, prior to the patriarch. And what I mean by the patriarch was during the year the popes who took control over uh, humanity. Basically, I'm looking at the Inquisition. Prior to the Inquisition, it was the matriarch in control. That's where you get the term the mothers right. or the hope priestesses. Mm -hmm. They were in control. Why were they in control? Or what made me think that the women were in control was the fact that when you look at indigenous people all over the world, or when you look at the time during the uh, Adam and Eve, you're looking at the ability to reproduce. And the only one who could reproduce were the women or the mothers. That's why there was the story of the mothers before the fathers. The mothers were the only human beings who could reproduce. And at that particular time in the remote history, when civilization was very young, no one had an understanding or scientific thought about how humans are created how humans are born. Mm -hmm. So the women were considered to be somewhat magical and had greater ability to males. So males looked at the mothers as something very important, very creative, and something that could not be explained because of lack of scientific knowledge. That's how women were the first leaders of the, of the world. That's why you get wise women in those days or women and leaders of different organizations, different cultures. They were supreme because they were the ones who created life. And yet, it all switched around. It all switched around for the simple reason that as the population grew, now if you look at ancient history, you can imagine yourself what it must have been like during the time of Adam and Eve. People did not understand science. They lived, they survived. Many of them died in birth. Many died of disease. Others were destroyed by storms. The planets were very important. They could tell the weather by looking up in the sky, by how the wind blew, how animals behaved. And it was all based on not knowing but seeing symbolically that things occurred 
without their understanding. So what happened was that with the increase of human population, males became the dominant force, and they began to dominate the women and made the women subjective to the males because males were more interested in conquest, in power, taking over the world, and dominating the women, oppressing women, which, of course, you can see today. But in the beginning, it was the mothers who were the primary important person for all of humanity. With the increase of human population, especially for males, there became a need for more land, for aggressive, for wars. And in that sense, it was important to create some type of God that was in the image of men to show that power, the force, to take control over the world. That's how I believe that the first rulers of the world were women, because they're the ones who had control over giving birth and the first humans that mm-hmm. babies saw once they were born. But is there any historical uh, proof to substantiate your, your your belief, your hypothesis? There's a lot of proof of pers- if uh, you look at the fact that even scientifically, mm-hmm. if if you're looking at the fetus or understand the fetus, the first movements, the first sounds they hear are of the mother. Also, if you look at various tribes of the indigenous people of the world, they always had wise women Mm -hmm. or mothers who always had the uh, most important chore of taking care of the children, of taking care of, of their partners in time of war or being at home even. The women were the most important wants to uh, make sure that life carried on as usual. All right, hold There's on. There's evidence hold, of that. Dr. Falls, we're going to have to take a break here. Please stand by. Exonation, Dr. Larry Falls is my guest, and uh, he is the author of When Sex Was Religion. And Dr. Falls and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. But you know you'll break my heart. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Larry Falls is our special guest. And uh, to find out more about Dr. Falls, visit his website at www.larryjfalls.com. Um, be, when I was talking about 
history, I, I was kind of looking back throughout history and the, uh, you know, yes, uh, there was Cleopatra. Yes, there was uh, the different uh, Elizabeth I. They've got the Victorian era. But the majority of, of leaders, uh, weren't they male? At one particular time, yes, uh, but women were leaders at one particular time. But history has a way of altering certain uh, things so that it shows that the uh, patriarch is, has been in charge and they really don't want people to know the reality that at one particular point in mm -hmm. history, women were supreme and there were female emperors as well. There's one interesting note as well. When you look back in ancient Rome, for example, during the Olympic Games at that particular time, there were quite a number of women who were also millionaires that you don't hear about. When, uh, for example, when a man died, if he had a daughter with no sons or whatever, it was the women who would inherit the fortunes from their families. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it all right, it looks like we lost Dr. Falls. Dr. Falls, are you there? Uh, we are, sir. You just kind of faded yeah. off. Oh, okay. Um, the uh, chariots of ancient Rome that mm -hmm. was used in the Olympic Games, the, most of the chariots were owned by wealthy women, which a lot of People don't seem to realize that, or they never learned that. But in a lot of historical books, it's noted that a lot of the chariots were owned for, by very wealthy uh, women at that particular time. All right, but just because someone is wealthy doesn't mean that they're powerful. No, it does not mean they were powerful. Mm -hmm. But the further back you go in history, the more you uh, begin to read how a lot of the women had influence uh, over the leaders, over the emperors. For example, when you look at Cleopatra, uh, when you look at other uh, female mm -hmm. uh, leaders of different countries that you don't hear very much of about today. Also, when you look at certain uh, plaques, that were discovered in ancient Egypt and other areas, you, you notice there's a, a lot of information about female leaders at the time. Uh, even in the Hebrew Bible, for example, when you look at the story of Ruth, the story of Ruth, and a lot of biblical female heroes who saved their people from conquest by the enemies, and again, unfortunately, a lot of the facts are either rewritten or distorted or just taken away out of history, which is a very unfortunate thing. So why do you think that this conspiracy against women has prevailed? And again, the reason why it prevailed is because we're looking at uh, patriarch, or what I should say, uh, male leadership, male dominance. Mm -hmm. Wherever you get a large population where the majority uh, are in charge, then you're going to see the oppression of those who might possibly have equal power or even greater intelligence than those who are in charge. So when you're looking at the patriarch, you're looking at uh, I can only speak of North America and Europe and places of that nature. I can only speak of how the Inquisition changed the concept of who women were and what their role is in society. Even during the Victorian era, you're looking at a situation where women were expected to play a specific role, submissive role, and nothing else, ignoring the fact that men and women are basically equal 
when it comes to dealing with human uh, race or dealing with interaction between each other with human rights. And in fact, women are somewhat stronger than men. Otherwise, they would not have been able to give birth or at the present time able to do things that men are. Doctor, are you there? Dr. Falls, are you I'm, there? I'm there. Hello? Okay, we're having problems. Are you on a cell phone, sir? Yes, I am, unfortunately. All right, because we keep losing you in and out, in and out, in and out. Oh, possibly because it's my fault. I'm moving around too much, so I'll try not to move around too much. All right, that's a good idea, sir. Um, so why do you think women are stronger than men just because they give birth to children? No, physiologically, they are capable of coping with greater pain, uh -huh. uh, coping with all kinds of strenuous work that men are not interested in doing, or physiologically, because of the structure of their own body, they're more capable. Give me some examples. I'm having a hard time understanding that. Okay, one example is childbirth. Uh, besides, besides childbirth, that's a no-brainer. Men okay. can't have babies. Yeah, in ancient times, there were a lot of uh, female soldiers. For example, when you look at the Amazons, mm -hmm. who were, at that particular time in history, female warriors who would not only ride horses, but also... Uh, participate in wars and, and conquest and mm -hmm. things of that nature. Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, literature that's not available at the time, and I don't understand why it's been omitted. Uh, even when you're looking at the role of power and control from the time of, say, for example, Adam and Eve, why did God punish Eve? because of her ability not only to control men, but also to have the power to conceive, as well as do other things, taking care of the household, uh, doing a lot of things around the home that men otherwise would be off uh, fighting wars or what have you. So, uh, or, again, you're looking at... Or the man, or the man was out g gathering food, gathering fuel in order to take care of his family and his woman, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's correct. But when he would bring it home, it was the woman who was responsible for taking care of it. For example, in indigenous peoples, uh, it was the men would go hunting. They would bring back the, uh, you know, the game. Mm -hmm. And it's the women who always would take care of the game. They would cut it up. They would make... Uh, you know, clothing and so on and so forth from the skins. Uh -huh. uh, they would help chop the wood. They would help prepare all kinds of things. Uh, again, that was an issue that seems to be ignored uh, presently. But in certain respects, there are uh, ev there is evidence that certainly women are somewhat a little weaker than men only because and put in a position where they have not been permitted to participate in activities where men are basically dominant. I mean, when you look in history now, or even if you look at present day, what do you mm -hmm. see? You see female power lifters. You're looking at women who's more capable of doing heavy work than ever before. But, so these, but, these, but these women cannot do the same heavy lifting as men can, doctor. You're talking about apples no. and oranges here. No, you're correct in that aspect. But I'm talking about not only being physically able to compete, but at mm -hmm. the same time mentally able to overcome uh, certain obstacles that men could not uh, overcome by using their brain rather than just brawn alone. All right, stand by, sir. We have to take our commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. 
And we'll be back to continue this very interesting uh, conversation. Dr. Larry Falls is my guest, ExoNation, www.LarryJFalls.com. And the good doctor and I return as we continue our look into the world of the paranormal, the science of parapsychology, and all points in between. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin sausage biscuit sausage burrito or hash browns choose two for $2.50 enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2 price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal single item at regular price Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Welcome back. Dr. Larry Falls is our guest of this hour, Exxon Nation. www.larryjfalls.com is his website. Uh, I, I, can, I can understand part of your, uh, this discussion that we're having, Doctor. But when I look at the, you know, the woman's role in society, I don't see it as, as black and white. I see that there are women who can do certain things because of their physical strength limitations. And, of course, when it comes to the heavier work, men has men have always done that. So why does this seem to suppress a woman? Because it is, uh, it's the attitude of the male more than anything else. And I can't say it's the attitude of all men. But patri- the uh, patriarch itself mm-hmm. has conditioned society to look at women as the weaker sex, which has a profound impact on the attitude toward women and the way we see the difference between the sexes. Isn't it possible, um, Doctor, that this is a result of the woman, uh, the actions of the woman, and it has nothing to do with men? Well, I can't say you. that's basically a judgmental decision because what happens is that women have never been given the opportunity to be able to do what men do. But, Doctor, you, 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 know, but you, just, you said prior in the previous two segments that women were warriors, women were, you know, emperors. And yeah. so, so 
what changed? If they're this strong and they were able to do that, why did they let the men take over if they could? Okay, that's a very interesting question because it was not the women who allowed the men to take over so much as the men who came up with uh, the uh, ability or came up with the idea that they are the ones who are superior and oppressed women and forced them into a particular role. But that makes, they were... that, that makes no sense. Because if you've got women who were warriors, if you have women who were emperors, and if you had women who were, you know, this dominant, just to allow men to take over does not make any sense. No, I, and again, I, I must say that it's the, the women themselves had no choice. Why not? They, they, Why? I can give you an example of the evolution of society and how this occurred. Uh, Since the beginning of the the patriarch, when the North America and when the Europeans, and when you're looking at Italy and other places like that, Mm -hmm. when the patriarch took control or the year of the popes, when you had shining knights in shining armor going out and taking control of the land and the worship of the of the male god, and you know, reversing the role of God from female to male, it was important to ensure that everybody worships the male god and the goddess was basically. Mm-hmm killed. So when you're looking at modern-day beliefs that goes way back to about 2,000 years ago in the time of the rule of the popes, Mm -hmm. you can see the transition between the goddess to the god. Prior to that, the goddess reigned supreme. They worshipped the women. They worshipped the ability to reproduce. They idolize the female goddess. Who are they? Who are the they that you keep talking about? They. Who are they? Men? The society itself. Well, wait a sec. Society is male. Go on. Male rulers. Okay. Or should I say the conquest of male militaries Mm -hmm. led by male emperors who wanted to control different countries, who wanted to take charge of the villages, who wanted to take charge of their countries. All right. Okay. Went on from there. All right. But let me ask you this. If the women were so strong as, as emperors as well as warriors... Why did they just allow this to happen? Why did they not battle? Why did they not win? Why was it the men who were the conquerors? Because the overpopulation or the male population increased over the birth of women. As you can basically see even today in some countries, mm-hmm. uh, if, any, if, a, if a woman was known to be pregnant with a female, the female, the fetus would be aborted. Uh, in those days, the females, would a lot of them would be killed. A lot of them would be forced into slavery, or a lot would be uh, forced into a submissive state. Mm-hmm. If they did not agree with it, or if they disagreed or fought over it, they would be murdered. It was always the dominant male who would take charge. There was no choice. It was not, you were not being permitted to have the rights that males have because male had supreme control, supreme uh, rule over the human race, beginning with the first century. Prior to the first century, the goddesses were worshipped. Women were considered very important as goddesses, but again, they did not have the supreme power because it was always the men who had greater uh, authority. It was a 
greater population, a more aggressive way of survival rather than women who had more of a motherly, a more caring type of a disposition. So would you say that the male disposition and the male attitude was one of strength and power compared to that of the woman? Especially mentally. Okay, so the strong prevail, right? To a certain extent, the strong prevail. I mean, you can see that in the wild animal kingdom today as well. Okay, so is this not the natural evolution of humanity? I don't think it's a natural evolution of humanity because I see humanity as having the capability of making a choice. Unfortunately, I think we also have the ability to take control. We have the ability to kill and to conquer. And I think that's interfering with the ability to live in peace and harmony and looking at equality in regards to the sexes. If I'm in trouble and I call the police, I would rather see a, a police officer male, over six foot, coming to my assistance than a female of five foot four. Would you? Uh, Not really, because it's a question of perception. Uh, You know, a a small woman, of course, any police, doesn't matter what sex they are, they all have basically the same training. They know how to have control over someone who's aggressive. Uh, That's just a perception of because you're tall and the person is small, the small person is less strong. That's that's a misconception. No, sir, it's not. Because you can be a very short person. No, sir, it's not, and I'll tell you why. I was a police officer, and I saw what happened with many female officers where the male officer had to come in, intervene, and take over the situation because the woman couldn't. Well, that depends on what the situation is. More than likely, the uh, situation warrants a male to intervene because when you look at male criminals, they tend to see females as inferior and more likely to try to attack the female rather than the male. I've seen a few times where the females were, were assaulted by other females when the male officer had to step in and intervene. Well, that's very interesting because uh, I was under the impression that all police officers are trained basically the same way and have mm-hmm. the same discipline. But, I think you're looking at a disciplinary thing more than, uh, you know, the way it should be. All right, stand by. We've got to take our final break. Exonation, Dr. Larry Falls is our guest. His website is www.larryjfalls.com. This is the Exon. I am Rob O'Connell. Send me your emails, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And don't forget, check out the Exxon TV channel on SimulTV at simultv.com. that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin sausage biscuit sausage burrito or hash browns choose two for $2.50 enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2 price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal single item at regular price ba Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. 
Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Exxon Nation, Dr. Larry Falls is our guest this hour, www.larryjfalls.com. Um, the goddess, who was the goddess? Well, there, are quite, there were quite a number of goddesses in the ancient, ancient Egypt as mm-hmm. well as in Italy. Um, number one, you would be looking at the goddesses of, well, let's look at the Virgin Mary, for example, Originally, she was probably Isis uh, before she was transformed into the Virgin Mary. Um, And there were a number of other goddesses who were a protector of children, Mm -hmm. uh, protector of families, and so on and so forth. These were all part of uh, mythology at the time. But at the same time, they were also goddesses that was worshipped by the ancient Romans prior to the introduction of Christianity. So am I to understand? Was, am I to understand that the Virgin Mary really didn't exist? That Jesus didn't exist? That there, the God that we know about in the in the Bible as Christians and Catholics is not real. No, I wouldn't say that. I would say, as again, um, as I mentioned earlier about mythology, mm-hmm. sometimes history can be translated into um, mythological stories to, be, to better understand the meaning of creation and of death. Now, when you're looking at the uh, Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. for example, uh, that's purely a Christian concept. Uh, compared to other religions, for example, the yeah. uh, Hindu religion okay. or some of the other uh, religions, even the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. uh, are significantly uh, different. But when you're looking at the uh, Christian religion, that didn't really come into effect until the first century, at the year when the popes took over. Prior to that, you had quite a number of uh, Christian sects who had their basic ideas about creation and who Christ was. Okay, so what is wrong with Christianity? Why are why why you know why put a spin on it that well you know what it's 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 a myth it's not a religion. Why do you do that? Okay, I'm not saying it's not a religion, because a religion has a meaning for everybody in their own way of looking at things. If you're looking at a supreme creator, I believe there is, you know, a supreme creator of some sort. Uh, I can't say it's a human being. Mm -hmm. All I can say is I do not know. And I'm looking for proof. And I think the only way to deal with this is to expect people to have their own way of perceiving what religion is, who is their God, and how they interpret what creation is. Gotcha. I don't have a... Uh, yeah, I don't have a right to tell somebody else who exists in mm-hmm. the religion or who created who or what in whatever culture or whatever. I think everybody has a right to believe in what their faith dictates to them. And if that's the case, even with the ancient prophets, they would support the fact that we all have a right to follow what we believe is right. The only time it changes is when somebody in some type of religious uh, sect to try to control other people and tell other people who 
or what to believe in. That is when it becomes too much of a myth rather than the reality of having the right of believing what you believe is right. If somebody wants to join a specific religious philosophy, should they not okay. expect should they not expect to follow the rules, regulations within that religious group? They should follow the rules and regulations within that religious group, mm-hmm. provided that you're not doing anything that is destructive. In other words, you cannot dictate to another person what they should believe in or what they should not believe in, because that would be criminal to How? the conscience of the human soul. But it's and not what I mean by that. But it's not criminal. What? It's it's not criminal. If I am the minister, if I am the minister of a congregation who decide and my congregation decided to join me, if they don't like what I'm saying, they've got the right to leave. No one yes, forces them to be this, to stay they, there. So they do have a right. Yeah. All right. So. So if if they do have a right to say that, sort of, if, you know, if you have a right to say you should do this, this mm-hmm. is what God said, yeah. you have a right to say that because you're the one who's experiencing it. You have the passion for that. On the other hand, you do not have the right to force another people, another individual to think what you think because they may have their own ideas. But the bottom line is, you both have a passion for believing in something that is good for humanity, not what is bad. But who decides what is good for humanity and what is bad? What The individual themselves, you decide what is good. Right. If it's not harming another person, then that's great. It's the same way as myself. I may believe in something that's quite different to what you believe Mm -hmm. in, but at the same time, you have a passion for believing in what you believe is good, and I have a passion to believe in what I believe is good, and I don't have a right to criticize you because you think differently from me. But we're we're on the same line if we agree that... Life is imperative. We need to love and respect each other without insulting, because that's no longer religion. Religion is having a spiritual belief and following what you believe is right. So if the main purpose or the main goal is to live in harmony, be good to one another, go forward and... And, yeah, you know, make this a better world. Does it really matter who's in, you know, who's who, whether it's a woman or a man? Does it really matter? It doesn't really matter because, again, I, I like the concept of the ancient Hindu religion who oh, believed that God was half woman and half man. The uh, It's a combination of both within the one body, and we're all part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And if we look at that as treating the members of the opposite sex as we treat ourselves, I think that's living in harmony because we have no control over who you know, what sex someone else is. But we do have control over ourselves and to realize that we don't have any power to change what another person is. We can only accept that which we do not have the ability to change. And that's part of religion as well. To obey God, whether you uh, teach your philosophy or not, Mm -hmm. as long as you believe in it and obey what you believe is right, then you are a great person. We're all great people if we believe in the goodness of humanity and to live accordingly without trying to destroy another person. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But what I don't agree with is the, is the precept or, or, the, or the implication that men are suppressing women, because I don't see that. 
Well, I think if you look at different cultures, you might be able to uh, come up with a different idea. Of well, I'm, I'm just, lo- I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at <laughs> North American culture. I'm, I'm looking about the North American culture. The American culture is. I think it's uh, looking at the American culture. It's very good, uh, and it's improving all the time. Right. Because one of the greatest problems now is that the inability to understand the the uh, sexual diversity of individuals, and I think we're become we're getting to the point where we're beginning to realize that people have no choice over what their sexuality is. They are what they are. And it takes a while to not only get accustomed to it, but to acknowledge the fact that we have no control over another person's sexuality. All right, doctor, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut you off there because we have run out of time. Exonation, if you'd like to Follow more information or learn more about our guest this hour. www.larryjfalls.com I'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock Eastern as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. I'd like to thank my senior executive producer, my lovely wife, Laura Rogers, and all our broadcast affiliate partners around the world. I'm Rob McConnell. Have a safe good night, and always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in this is your sign to thank them and if you're that friend this is us saying thank you now get a sausage McMuffin sausage biscuit sausage burrito or hash browns choose two for $2.50 enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2 price of participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal single item at regular price ba da ba ba ba